uh, and, and where to direct ourselves. And so um, this church is really great because uh, when I first came here, I think my first Sunday, you know, the church I'm from had like three to 4,000 people. And my first Sunday here, I think there were about like 30-ish people. <laughs> and uh, and so since then, um, over the last two years, we've grown to on average having about 120 people here on a Sunday, uh, which for the area that we live in uh, is, is a really good sized church uh, in Northeast Philadelphia. Uh, and our kids ministry uh, and our student ministry has also been growing too. Uh, to where we have about 30-ish kids and about 20-ish um, middle school to high school students. And a lot of times when you think about a church, obviously kind of the stereotypical thing that pops into your head is Sunday morning, you know, you've got your kids stuff going on. Uh, and then usually, just like Ray was saying, people are listening to the sound of my soothing voice until they get sick of it. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, we think about that stereotypically, but this church functions a lot outside of Sunday morning. Uh, one of the biggest things that we do is we have a food pantry that before COVID and all the shipping stuff slowed down, which has really impacted us. Uh, our major food distributor here is called Phil Abundance and they've taken a big hit from the pandemic. Uh, but before that we were serving about uh, several hundred families a week uh, who needed food assistance. That's slowed down a little bit because we've gone from what's called a choice pantry uh, to a select pantry. So a choice pantry, you get to walk through just like a regular grocery store a select pantry you're being given uh pre-selected things um just because the you know life has slowed down a little bit for a lot of people and uh and so part of that is phil abundance who as our distributor has slowed down but once they pick back up we'll be able to go back to being a um a choice food pantry which is really exciting uh because people have been asking about that and i think i think we're getting really close to it uh, the second thing is that we also partner with uh, a nonprofit um, called Bethany, as well as our local uh, Montgomery County uh, school district. And so we have um, uh, a ministry apartment, which is three apartments in the back of our property. And in the past, we've used that to help families that need to get back on their feet again. Uh, we've partnered through Bethany Ministries, which helps uh, parents that are struggling and need temporary foster care for their kids. Uh, we've partnered with them several times. And uh, and so, you know, a, a lot of times a really hard situation for parents is they're struggling, and especially in the area that we live in. Um, there's a lot of single parent households that are trying their best to work two or three jobs while take care of their kids. And, uh, and so we partner with Bethany as the middleman where there are times where they might be in between jobs or they've got to go do a bunch of interviews or they need to leave for work and they don't, you know, they don't have family. They don't want to check their kids in um, to any government run system because uh, it's really hard to get your kids back once you do that. Uh, and so we uh, will be a temporary foster care for maybe like two to three weeks for, for that family um, until the parent can get uh, back on solid ground again. Uh, and so we we have a lot of families that step up and do that as well. Uh, the other thing that we have is we partner with another ministry called Grow, and we um, help them out with volunteers as well as uh, spacing here in our church. So in our area of, of Northeast Philadelphia that we're located in, within a five-mile radius, there's over 100,000 uh, first-generation uh, immigrants that have come here. And so a big part of that is learning how to speak English, right, and, and figuring that out. And so... Um, part of it is your traditional English as a second language classes where, you know, you have your typical classroom setting uh, where they'll come in and, you know, you just walk through what are nouns, what are verbs, how do you make them all work together. But also, too, uh, part of what it what it is, is you 
help them with their errands. You know, a big, a big issue that my eyes have even open to open to is if you don't know how to speak English and you have to go to the doctors, right? Like, how do you do that? And so, um, some of our people go to doctor's visits, go to grocery stores, um, help them run errands. And, uh, and that really ties into, to helping them get acclimated to the area. Uh, and so that's a, that's another really big way that we, that we try to tie in, um, to, to just the immediate needs that we have. Um, and then we also partner with Northeast High School. Uh, we do some after school activities, uh, our student director does with them, because um, a lot of kids uh, and students go home to nobody uh, and some of the neighborhoods aren't that safe. And so our student director will take kids out after school, uh, you know, give them a place to hang out um, and spend time at, which is, which is really great and appreciated. Uh, and so that's everything that we do outside of Sunday mornings um, to really try to get into the community. And so we don't want to be a church that is just meeting for an hour on Sunday and then we never see each other again. We never talk to the community. We really want to be involved. We want we want to meet people exactly where they're at and without setting any expectations or uh, or having people turn in resumes to just serve them where they are. Uh, and uh, and building off of that, our hope is that. Oh, yeah. I see a hand go up. Was that a hand raise or a clap? It's hard to tell. This isn't Zoom, so I'm not. Okay, all right, it was a clap. Uh, I'm used to all the Zoom emojis now. I'm getting used to this one. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that's 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 a big part of what we're doing. And then a, another big need that we've discovered uh, is there's no um, traditionally what most people know them as uh, are soup kitchens. But you know you would call it you know we would call it a, a feeding ministry. Uh, nobody does that within a five mile radius of us. And just to put that in perspective, because we're such a dense area. Um, there's about five to 600,000 people within a five mile radius of us. Uh, and we have a full industrial kitchen downstairs. So we're looking at, at trying to start a feeding ministry, um, for, for next year. Cause there is a, you know, a very high, uh, homeless population here. So, so that's what we're looking at to get into next year on top of what we've already been, um, plugging into. So. Uh, that's that's what we do. That's our DNA. Uh, that's what we're trying been implementing over the last two years, and people are really excited about it. Obviously, the community has been responding because we've been growing. Um, now, the the part that you guys get to help out, which is such a blessing, is uh, is this church is uh, 118 years old, and the building is uh, was built in 1952, and it shows. Uh, <laughs> in, in a lot of places, it really shows. Um, and so, yeah, we, uh, because we're small and we're, we're revitalizing our budget, we, sh we sharpen our pencils till they run out. That's the best way I can put it, you know? Uh, and, uh, and so we, um, yeah, have a lot of dreams, need a lot of help. And, uh, and, you know, even things as simple as like getting Wi-Fi throughout the entire building. Uh, Ray can tell you this, this isn't, I'm not making this up. Our entire church runs off of like a Verizon home router from 2009 um which is crazy and uh and even in our entire kids area there's no um wi-fi except for one room that ray came in and, and set up which was so kind of him uh and so so yeah even just like getting internet and phone service and security uh throughout the entire building would be amazing you know it would be such a blessing to us because that's something that we couldn't even though we need it we'd love to have it we couldn't afford that on our own probably within the next five to seven years, um, just because those things are really essential, but we've also got, you know, some other things that, that need a lot of attention. There's no shortage of things that need attention here. 
Um, but just to en encourage you all, like Ray mentioned a, a couple of um, just projects that have, have had hiccups in the past, is the congregation's really invested here. Like we, um, when I first came here, uh, you know, the kids space, I walked to the kids space, I kid you not, there were lights hanging off the ceiling and TVs hanging off the walls and critters everywhere. Uh, and I said, hey guys, if we're gonna get kids to come in here, this has got to look like a really welcoming and warm place. And so uh, we've got to raise, you know, probably $80,000 to do that. And that's a really big ask if you think about it. I asked this in the middle of the pandemic when a lot of people were in between jobs and, uh, and where we live uh, is in the most um, affluent area. A lot of people, you know, are on a tight budget, but the church responded and we've raised that $80,000 um, to totally get new, New, new everything, new paint, new flooring, new lighting, um, and, uh, you know, kind of all the basics, if you will, uh, of what you would need to make a kid's space feel warm. And people were excited about it. They love it. Uh, and since we've done that, you know, we've, when I first came here, it was, uh, I think Nick Rogers, he had two, he has two kids. I have two kids. And I think there were five kids, uh, in our kids ministry. And now we're in like 30 to 40 kids, uh, which again, for this area is, is really healthy. Um, so yeah, so the church is bought in, like they're excited, they love it, uh, and they want to be a part of it. So yeah, everything you guys would be able and willing to invest would, you know, would pay off tenfold, basically, in terms of our congregation using it, as well as the other ministries that come in and use this building. Um, they would really appreciate it too. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, then I'll get off my soapbox, I promise. Never let a pastor speak, man, he just keeps going. Uh, but, uh, but the last thing I'll say is I totally blanked on this is we have a midweek program, uh, that allows, um, moms in Northeast Philadelphia and Montgomery County, uh, to come with their kids. And that has about like 150, uh, ladies and even more kids. Uh, and they use the building every week and it's a safe, uh, space for their kids to get to enjoy time. That's in all of it's free. Uh, the programming is all free and they get to be in community groups together, share life together. Their kids get to be together. Uh, and enjoy some really exciting times. So we also sponsor that as well. Um, and that would all be utilized and it runs the, you know, it runs the same length as a school year. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's everything we do. I hope that that helps give you guys some vision uh, that we're really trying <laughs> to put our best foot forward. And we really wanna be a part of the community. We're not a closed off, closed door church. We're really trying to get out there and meet people and, and serve their needs. Um, so yeah, that's it. There it is. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, yeah, just picking us for this great opportunity. It's it's so deeply appreciated. So Wilson, uh, can you guys hear me? Let me make sure I'm still not on mute because you know I don't know anything about technology. Cool, thanks. Thanks for the head nod, guys. You're, you're all beautiful. So part of the reason for this was obviously I wanted you to meet Wilson. I wanted you to hear the story directly from his lips because me explaining it to you and me typing it out, let's face it, I'm not as as eloquent as Wilson was. So we'll go with that. Um, I think this was a great choose. So thank you guys to all the people in the community that, that voted this in. This was not a, a Ray Klein decision. This wasn't a Brandon or a Pierce decision. This was all of you. So thank you all so much. Uh, Rob, I definitely want to thank you for coming down and surveying. Wilson, if you remember Rob, he's uh, he's in there. I don't know where he sits. In yeah, the definitely. I see him. He's, he's down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Rob already came and walked the site with me and we did the site survey. And from a wireless standpoint, need Rob, how many access points were you up to? Like 25, something like that? I think we're like 23, 24, depending on what we do. Something like that. Yep. 
So, you know, from that standpoint, you guys all know what that means from a structured cabling standpoint, right? 25 APs means 25 wires, which means footage of wires, which means network infrastructure, which means, you know, there's an upstairs and a downstairs. Uh, show of hands of people in the community that actually saw the video that, that I kind of did the walkthrough. So you guys saw kind of the environment that we're looking at, right? Downstairs is what I like to call a concrete jungle, right? It's eight rooms downstairs completely surrounded by concrete, which is why we need so many access points to give Wi-Fi out through uh, the entire location. The other piece of the project we were looking at doing is security cameras. You mentioned kids. Instantly, we've got to talk about security cameras, right? Makes sense to everybody. We want to make sure that the children are being brought in and the mothers, which I did not know about, Wilson. That's a great project. We want to make sure they're safe, right? We want to make sure that we have footage for them. We want to make sure that they feel safer because of that. Um, and then we're talking about card access to make sure that people don't have access to all areas of the building, especially where there's going to be children. So we want to make sure that. Uh, Dave, I see you got your hand up. What's up? Are you waving at me too? Dave Johnston? That was the uh, show of hands. Sorry. I watched oh, the video. Thanks. Sorry. Thanks, pal. That's all good again. Emojis. It's okay. No, it's all good. It's still on the screen. I thought I did something wrong, which would be in my normal personality. Um, and on top of that, um, you know, the food pantry, uh, making sure that we can, the food pantry is actually an adjacent building on the property, as well as the, uh, the home where uh, your missionaries, did you call them in the beginning? Or your temporary housing kind of is on, on site. Did I call that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You know, again, today was more, I wanted you all to hear the story. I wanted to start getting ideas in your heads to the scope of this project to figure out what we can all do together to make this happen, to understand like the breadth of it, right? So for those of you that were part of our community project last year, um, we installed, I think, Brandon, what do you say? 10 access points, 12 access points? Did that number sound about right to you? It was all blur. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I'm asking eight to 10, I'd say eight, eight to 10. To 10. Um, yeah. But we did a significant amount of wiring in that building because we also wired every office. We wired all our cameras, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this project, I feel, is, is very similar scoped. The difference is going to be the basement, we believe, and Pierce, this is where I, I want your expertise to come on site with me. I believe the basement level or the lower level is going to have its own IDF, and the second floor will be the MDF, or maybe vice versa, depending upon what we do. And I'd like to tie that with either a fiber backbone or a 6A backbone, depending upon what we can put together. Um, and then obviously the security side, uh, the card access side, there's some guys that are in the group, uh, a couple of them aren't on the call right now that have offered their help. Uh, so I'd like to start you know, getting some committees together, like who can help us run the project management, who can help us run the wireless, who can help us do the network infrastructure, you know, things of that nature. Um, any questions so far? Perfect. Um, one of the other things. What was that? I said it sounds like a blast. Well, Chris, I, I, I sure, I, I surely hope you're coming for this one, pal. Um, you know, I as soon as we figure out some dates, it'll be. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna try to get a, try to get a crew out there. So, what, so speaking of dates, you know, we've we've talked about it with some of the guys in the community. We'd like to do it in the end of September. So there is a two to three week period, the end of September, that ideally we'd like to do it. And we don't need to do a show of hands or anything right now, 
but I'd like to get it in the books at least tentatively. So, Rob, the last week is Cedia, right? Yeah, the 29th to so, October 1st is Cedia. Yep, and I and Brandon just sent me a message, and I talked to Marco, who couldn't be on this call. <laughs> his wife's birthday is the 17th, and he didn't come to last year's because of his wife's birthday. Uh, so we're not going to do that. So ideally, we'd like to do it. Um, let me pull up a calendar in case somebody else wants to pull that in front of me faster. Um, that fall, the 25th, I think we're talking about? The 25th, yeah. See, I knew somebody else could pull up a calendar faster than me. So I, I'd like to put that bug in your ear. Actually, it's September 23rd, 4th, and 5th that weekend. So if we could all get that in the back of our heads, like this seems right. Um, the scope of that project that we did last year obviously took us longer um, for reasons that we don't need to go into on this one. But if we could start that Friday, which would be the 23rd, um, I'd like to know that you guys could be out here. So, you know, boots on the ground, 23rd in the morning, we'll start working. Um, you know, the 22nd for anybody that wants to fly in. I've already got a guarantee from the local hotel, the same hotel that you all stayed at last time is guaranteed me 15 to 20 rooms. I just need to give them a head count. So the sooner you guys can confirm those dates with me, the sooner I will get your rooms covered. Um, right. over and, yo. Sorry, quick question. So you think that this work can all be completed between the 23rd and the 25th? Is that correct? If we get the right crew, so if Chris and Pierce come, they, they can actually do all this by themselves and they don't need us. But if uh, if we <laughs> <laughs> but if we can get uh, Pierce and Chris's team, honestly, these these guys do Pierce on on average. And I, I know you don't like to brag, but give us a site. What does the site turnover take you? And what does that look like? I mean, we usually start, <clears throat> pardon me, on a Thursday afternoon or done by Sunday afternoon. So for something of this size, uh, something bigger. <laughs> what? I haven't seen this site yet, but I mean, I, I need to. It's not out of the ordinary. If we have enough guys, we can do it. So. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. I'm going to put my calendar away now. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so, and, and we want to follow the same formula that we had last year, because I think, I, I think it was a great formula. So we're extending it by a day. So I still want to do like a get together barbecue Friday evening, very casual, very relaxed, make everybody happy, make everybody comfortable. Saturday, we'll probably do a sponsored donor dinner. Hey, Mick, what's up, buddy? Um, you know, obviously working through those days, Sunday, we'll be working again all day. Um, Sunday ended at Moss Mill last time. And I think that was great. I'd love to do that again. Uh, we actually did a charity bingo that Sunday, which is why we all went. Um, I think that was a great formula. And if the need be a couple of us stuck around that Monday morning to get work done. But I think if we add the Friday, we're not going to need the Monday other than to be on site and do any final wrap up, any cleanups. Does that make sense to everybody so far? Yes. I, um, I do have a quick question. With this being an, an active church, are we going to be able to be in there working on Sunday? So, Wilson, that's something we talked about. So yeah. we will have yeah, to You guys, you guys go ahead. We'll meet outside. We're fine. <laughs> so we might have to look somewhere to get you guys a tent just in case that happens, right? Uh, we got a couple of trees, man. We're good. We're good. Jesus okay. taught outside. We can do it too. <laughs> All right. I like to hear that. So, and, and that's the other reason, quite frankly, I'd like to do it at the end of September because I don't want to do this project in the middle of the summer, especially like a couple of you guys were with us at Craven Hall. We did that in the dead of summer. And when we were climbing through the attic at one point, I had a thermometer. It was like 140 degrees. I'm not doing that again. I'm too old for that. So, so you young guys can go. Come on. 
Oh, come on, Pierce. You come on, Ray. Man, I'm an old man. <laughs> um, but with that being said, any other questions so far? Cool. So we, we have about 20 minutes, and I don't, I don't want to take up all of that time, but I would like to see some volunteers that want to help. Now, Trish, you and I talked earlier, and you've already volunteered yourself. Uh, unless anybody has any problems with that, I'm volunteering Trish to be our PM because that's what she does for virtual health. And if virtual health is good enough for them, it's definitely good enough for us. So all in favor. <clears throat> I'm diligently taking notes and uh, noting, noting everything that's been done as we speak. Well, that's good because I didn't. So I'm, I'm glad you're doing that already. See, you win. You're already, you're in charge. <laughs> so Trish, you and I will, will touch base. Maybe we can meet at Moss Mill and we'll, we'll start going over stuff or details on, on everything. Sound like a plan to you? Um, I, I would love for somebody and, and Mick, I know it's, it's already you buddy, but do you want to help spearhead the security side of this project working with Marco? I'm looking at you. Mick. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I thought I already volunteered for it, but, um, you, you did, I just yeah, wanted it in writing it on recording so that everybody heard him say that he's dealing it because I'm not <laughs> hanging cameras again. So, Where do I sign? Uh, you raise your hand pal and you, and you, you take the oath of I am doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for it. Cool. Sweet. Um, so structured cabling. I know I know who I want to do this, but I just I want to hear him say it. I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> because uh Brandon said he is not coming to this project if Pierce does not run it this time. So perfect. That's fine. Uh wireless. I, I already know who's doing this, but I want him there it is. So Rob yep. is going to run the wireless side of things. He's going to be the person that's already done our survey. So he'll give us the heat map, the layout, all that good stuff. He'll be programming, channelizing, all the good things that we need for Wi-Fi. Rob, you're good with that? Hey, can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Yep. Have we already decided on hardware vendors we're going to partner with? Uh, partner with in regards to which part of it? Like, are we going to go with the Unifier? Are we going to go Ruckus? Are we going to go Aruba? Are we going to go... So it, for the sake of um, expedience, I already purchased 25 of their APs because they were back in stock. So I bought 25 Ubiquiti APs. So well, okay. I've got, let you and I have a conversation offline because I've got a bunch of stuff I'm sitting on that I'm happy to just give. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so we'll, okay. we'll talk about that. Um, and then we are looking at, let's see, who else can we get in here? So the networking piece of it, let's just talk about pure rack and stack physical work who who wants to take lead on that anybody on the call that feels like they're going to be able to come on this project okay i can uh i won't be there i'll i'll be in greece at that point on my honeymoon yet but um i'm looking to have i believe chris halverson and i know at least one of my techs anthony miller who lives out there and probably at least one more of my guys so i should be able to have a three to four man crew there we can definitely uh you know definitely jump on a bunch of that Okay, cool. And and again, we're not holding anybody to anything. I just want to get the the general group starting together. Um, fundraising efforts. So my neighbor Zoe, who many of you have met already, wants to be a part of that. But Gina, I'm voting you in again, if you don't mind. Be so kind. <laughs> I, I've, I've Thanks, voted Gina. my sister in. Uh, Gina, quick, give them a quick background on what you do, where you're at. So you guys will understand exactly why I want her to run this to the fundraising side. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am Gina. Yes, I am, in fact, Ray's little sister. Um, but my job and the job that I have had for the past 10 plus years is development director. So my job is to raise money. Um, I currently work for Joseph's House of Camden. We are an adult shelter right in the heart of Camden. 
serving the most vulnerable population. So my job is legitimately to go to businesses, potential sponsors, potential donors, tell them the story of Joseph's House and get them invested in the mission, both with their hearts and their wallets. So I am very, very excited to be part of this and very happy to help in the fundraising efforts. So how many times do you say that in front of a mirror every day? That came out like so perfectly. It's like <laughs> I was practicing that just for you, Ray. I wanted to make you look good today. <laughs> no, 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 nobody can do that, Gina. Um, but I, I think that that's our, our core group, I think. So, Gina, I want to put you in touch with some of our vendors and sponsors that have already stepped up and want to be a part of this. Uh, Steve from Door Jam is on this call. Steve, raise your hand. So Steve already started this program for our community. Uh, you guys all know the Door Jam product at this point. Um, they're doing a a fundraise for us where proceeds, any Door Jam that you purchase, 15% of that comes, or a percentage comes back. But if you use the promotional code TKW, when you purchase it, you'll get 15% off the purchase. So proceeds from all that is going to come back to this charity project. So thank you so much for being a part of that. But Gina, I'm going to put you in touch with uh, some of the other vendors and sponsors that want to be a part of it. And, and Nick, obviously, for those of you that don't know, Nick, raise your hand at the brewery. I mean, we all know which one you are. You're, you're at the brewery. Um, but Nick is our connection to this. So for the guys that were here last year, we all ended up at Moss Mill more than once. In fact, they gave us a bunch of beer for the barbecue the first night, and then we ended up there Sunday night. Darren knows all about that because uh, he's shaking his head. <laughs> um, and so does so does Brandon, who I, I occasionally, maybe legally or illegally ship his product too. It's in upstate New York. Um, but Nick is, is our connection. So Nick is what they call an elder in the church. And Nick actually introduced me to Wilson and, and that's how all of this happened. So I want to thank Nick, but I know we're going to do a lot of fundraising with Moss Mill wherever we can. You and Evan ready for that, Nick? As ready as we can ever be. However we can help. There we go. Um, but short of that, um, you know, I, I don't think I said hi to Justin Turpin earlier. Justin, thank you again for everything you did last year, and we, we hope that we get to have you this year. Justin's probably in a tunnel somewhere. I'll be uh, there. I'll, I'll, I'll be there, Ray. Cool, cool. Everybody remember Justin, a guy from Connecticut, was, was, was doing everybody's jobs because <laughs> that's what he likes to do. Um, but, but that's really it. I just wanted to make sure we got all together. We, you all understood the story. Um, and then we can talk within the Slack community about who's going to do what and, and how things are going to happen. Uh, but if you guys have any ideas, any sponsors, any vendors that you want to bring into this, or you have any ideas, you know, please let us know, reach out to us and I'll put you in touch with uh, Gina and or Trish, because I'm going to, I'm going to let Trish run as much of this as she can, because she's going to be far better at it than I could ever be. And uh, we'll take her from there. Anybody yeah, else have anything? I actually, before we, I was going to say, before we hang up, can I just get the last names of Pierce, Rob and Chris so that I have it in my notes? Uh, yes. Sure, mine's Smithwick, S-M-I-T-H-W-I-C-K. Oh, white side, just the way it sounds. Mm, yeah, Tiffany, exactly. like the lamp or, you know. Chris is Tiffany, yeah, like you said. like Unfortunately, unre unrelated uh, unrelated to the jewelry family, so, you know, I can't I can't have that sponsorship, <laughs> awesome. but, you know. And what was awesome. the last one, Trish? What was the last name? Oh, that was it. I just said three. Um, I got everybody I'll else from the, yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm on a, a very small screen here. And uh, Zach, hey buddy, how you doing? So Zach was kind enough to donate a bunch of product to us last year, uh, especially the million J hooks that you sent us. 
um, that are mostly in the back of Justin's car. At least that's the running joke. So thank you for those, and you know, thanks for the equipment, everything you sent us last year. Um, does that, course, anybody else contribute? Thanks, bud. Does anybody else have anything they want to add? Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns? You guys want to just tell me to shut up? I'm cool with that too. Ray, I don't have the J hooks or the tack tape. <laughs> you don't have the J hooks or the tack tape. That's we'll it. get more. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you know? It, is it all riser space or is it plenum space? Do you know? I, I think Chris is. Was that Chris? I think the question was: Is it riser or plenum? That's Chris. Yeah. 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 I, riser, I'm sorry. yeah I, my assumption is it, it's it's all riser to be honest, but we'll confirm that. Let's, look like Chris, I'll fair that out when I get walking with Ray. Yeah. Um, and and Perfect. oh, Corey, Corey, you're on a call. How you doing? So, Corey, why don't you introduce yourself and 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 just explain how you quickly got involved in this project as of this morning? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm with uh, Epson Label Works. We're the label printing comp division of Epson. So, uh, Theron talked to us about uh, being part of this and and you know maybe donating some printers or something for the project. So. And and Corey, you obviously have the world's biggest fan and promoter of your product, Pierce Smithwick, on the call here. So you know, I that <laughs> yes. we're very familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Marco, who is not on the call, who's an absolute proponent. Uh, Jeff Day, who occasionally does workouts with your equipment. You, you on the call still, Jeff? Mr. TechFit himself. So we'll <laughs> just let that go. Uh, I'm here. Oh, uh, there he goes. So and the, last, and the last person, I'm just looking around the room here, guys. I, I don't want to miss anybody. Uh, Daniel, thanks for joining, buddy, from NWTEL. I know that you, I'm assuming you, from what I've seen, you do a lot of work with Chris and Pierce's team. So they, they know of your work. Am I correct about that? I think he's on mute. Yep, sir. There we go. Yeah, yeah, we would do a lot of work with Chris and Pierce. Um, my, my thought is just to get myself and maybe one or two of my guys there to help get some cable pulled and help in any other way that we can. That'd be awesome, Dan. Yeah. I mean, that means I finally get to meet Daniel. Hey, there we go. Yep. <laughs> Um, and the last person on this call that I want to thank, um, 100% is Theron. I wanted to leave you to last buddy, because without you, we don't have many of the vendors that are part of this community. I am hoping now that you have the date that you are booked and you're coming. So I'll be there no matter what I talked with the team this morning. They said they've been busy and they weren't sure if they're going to be able to hop on this call or not. I sent them the link just in case. Okay. Um, they said we're more than willing to, to jump in um and try and get even more vendors involved and see what other vendors want to donate um we're not sure what, what we're going to be able to donate yet but we are looking it over um just to see how how involved we can be this year um because this this past year ever since that last uh charity install last year we we've exploded so we've been super busy super shorthanded like most people nowadays and uh just trying to keep our head above water so but no, um, we got that. We understand that. And we're, we're just excited. We're, we're more excited to have you back in the neighborhood again, hanging out with us. Um, and, you know, Mick, you're relatively local. You're, you're down in uh, Maryland, right? So for you, it's not a terrible Yeah, ride. I'm in Baltimore. 
perfect. If there's another walk going to happen, Ray, let, let me know because I'd like to look at those doors and see what we need to do to them. Okay. Yeah. So I'll coordinate that with you as soon as Pierce and I talk. We'll get those dates and I'll let you know when we're doing it. I'll give you at least two weeks notice. Um, but that's that's really it. I mean, anybody else have any questions? Anybody have any thoughts? Anybody? Anything? So good. All of these, all of these communications are, are, are taking place in Slack. So if you're not in that charity channel in Slack, please do join because that's where we're trying to keep those conversations. Gina, I'll get you in the Slack community too. Um, just do me a favor, text me your email address or shoot me an email, whatever you got, and I'll get you in the Slack community. Um, Wilson, I, I don't know that you want to be a part of that, but if you'd like to be to see all the conversations are going back and forth, let me know. I'll get you in the Slack community too. So at least you have a little overview. Um, and I want to put you in touch with Trish and Gina so we can start getting those fundraising efforts going. So, you know, if you and your your group there can get some thoughts going on as to what you feel would be appropriate fundraising, I, I think that that'll be a good start too. So you understand last year we raised close to, no, I think it was close to $15,000. Um, a really high majority of the materials and equipment were donated. So a good majority of that money went to some of the extra things they asked us to pick up. And the remainder of that money just went to the community. So at the end of the day, whatever we raise during this project goes to you. So the more that you can help us raise, the more that we can get back to you guys. So let's just keep that in the back of our mind. We're not, we're not going to use all of it for technology. We'd, we'd love to, but whatever's left over is going to go back to you guys. So, all right, guys, I, I think that's it. I think uh, unless anybody has anything else, I hope you guys all have a wonderful, beautiful weekend. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to, to be a part of this. And uh, LFG. Thanks for organizing it, Ray. You got it. All right, as, long as, uh, as long as Rob doesn't <laughs> hang anything upside down this year, I think we'll be all right. All right, you got to bring that up. It <laughs> happened one time. One time. All right, guys. Well, I'll take this once, Rob. See you guys. Take care. See you. See you, guys. See you, Mike. Thank you. Bye.